used to call me on my cell phone. Oh, he's changing it up. Why would you do that? I just wanted something new. I wanted to keep it a little fresh. Call me on my cell phone. Why would you do that? <laughs> just, uh, just, I don't know, trying to mix it up Our a little bit. Our voicemail theme song is Answering Machine. That's Drake today. By Rupert Holmes. <laughs> I was getting a little tired of Rupert Holmes. <laughs> I love yeah, it when we're forcing Rob into this uh, 22. You see what I yes. did there, though? What? Uh, you know who this is by, right? This is Drake, right? Right. Yeah. Oh, I see. And now, who is our first caller? Oh, no, that's no, I totally get it. Kevin, I totally recant everything terrible I just thought in my yeah, head about you. Can I you. get a raise? Uh, I don't control that, and good luck getting raises around here. It's uh, it's quite the chore, as Casey oh, and I will both uh, vouch for. Uh, yeah. So I now I now see what you did, Kevin. I totally take all of it back. It all makes sense now. I understand. Our first call is from Drake. Mm-hmm. And I think Drake, Casey, speaks for a lot of people who are very disappointed that our old friend, the cowardly lion, Diego Morales, was a no-show last night at the Secretary of State debate. Hey, Rob, it's your boy Drake giving call. So I heard that Diego Morales, the cowardly lion, did not make it to his little debate. What's he hiding? Is he going to be, like, pulling a Joe Biden? Is he going to be hiding in that basement of his? <laughs> I mean, look, Diego Morales, if you are hearing the sound of my voice, WIBC is the strongest airwaves you could ever get your voice to be heard. So if you literally don't step up and use this platform, you are chicken and you do not deserve this seat. I said what I said. Take care, guys. Cheers. Okay. Well, but I think a lot of people feel that way in mm-hmm. which, you know, the, 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 we had a nice little back and forth with Micah about this, but there's no excuse for not, in, if you're running for statewide office, mm-hmm. there's no excuse for not debating your opponents. We are a society of free, the free flow of ideas mm-hmm. and the fact that you are so afraid of what you bring to the table that you refuse to show up is just it's gross even todd young agreed to debate uh so jeff mauer last night in the debate said that you know he thinks that every county needs to be audited yes. right and destiny wells disagreed saying no it needs to start from you know we don't need to hire more people we just need right. the clerks to do the job that you know they have uh where does diego stand well and this is so this is another problem with diego it's not like well everybody knows my views no we don't because right. the core of your campaign was around limiting early voting mm-hmm. when you ran at convention, and as soon as you got the nomination, you flipped right out of that. You have no idea. If you're voting for Diego Morales, you have no idea, if you're being honest with yourself, what his view on anything is it relates to that office. How would he handle business licensures if businesses try to stay open if there's an illegal shutdown again? You have no idea. Just take away what a sketchy dude he is, period. You have no idea what his views are on anything as it relates to the Secretary of State's office. Great phone call. All right, so the other day, Mm -hmm. we got into a conversation, and look, this is hard for me to do because I bear the burden of being arguably the most successful local elected (laughs) official in Indiana state history. Uh, Three for three in elections, I've either, you know, helped oversee or Mm -hmm. uh, ran myself as the candidate Mm -hmm. overwhelming wins and all of them no matter how much I was outspent so I offered some advice Mm -hmm. because you had some local yokels who showed up at your door the other day yeah uh, Jeb Barden or Wayne Township trustee Uh and then also uh, Justin Moet who is uh, the state rep yes and so I said the actual knocking of the door Mm -hmm. 
is the biggest waste of time ever. Those mailers are terrible, by the way, too. They're way too, the print's way too small on that. No one's going to vote based on those mailers. Uh, and I pointed out that the knocking on the door, if you are a local elected candidate and you're running a shoestring campaign. Mm-hmm. I'm not talking about if you're Duke of Spendingburg, Todd Young, and you have, you know, a hundred paid. He's an Avon That's right. right. Uh, the coward, we should, the cowardly Duke of Spendingburg, <laughs> Todd Young, who decided to schedule a meeting in Avon at 10 a.m. deliberately because he knew that way I couldn't be there. Uh, gutless wonder. Uh, if you have paid people to go to doors, this is a different story, but if you're a local candidate, mm-hmm. you it's you and maybe one other person Knocking on the door is a gigantic waste of time because it takes forever to get through. There's a whole bunch of doors you don't hit. And, and people apparently didn't understand what I was trying to say because we got a whole bunch of calls. About, I've never once knocked on a door and someone was like, oh, great, a political candidate. I'm so happy to see you. Come on in. Come on in. Everyone looks thoroughly annoyed. Kevin, you're the voice of reason. Casey, you weigh in on this too. If someone knocked on your door wearing a campaign T-shirt, would you be like, oh my gosh, this is the greatest thing I've been ever, waiting ever. all day. Kevin, same thing. Question. Would you be so excited to see that person? No, I would probably peek through the blinds. Exactly. And then, just, <laughs> and then I would, not I wouldn't answer, answer. The Yeah, I would pretend like I wasn't at home. But yeah. apparently we've got <laughs> many people who are just uh, have so little going on in their life, they're elated when someone shows up to their door to try to pitch them on voting for them. Here's one of the callers. Yo, Rob, any politician that comes to my door and leaves a door hanger without bothering to knock and waiting for me to answer the door has just told me that he does not have enough time to even talk to me. If that's the way he's going to act when he's out begging for my vote, then I wonder how he's going to act when he actually gets into office. If he doesn't have time to talk to me when he's begging for a vote, he's not going to have time to talk to me once he gets into office. So I don't vote for those people that leave door hangers on my door, especially when I'm at home. How would I know if you're at home? And wh- you what knock if- on the door. Well, uh, okay, but- I understand your point, Rob. You're saying you've got a lot of ground to cover. You can get more uh, hangers on more doorknobs and get your name exposed to more people, right? Well, and the other part of this is I respect people's privacy. And like you guys have just said, you're thoroughly annoyed if you got dogs, you know, barking. Look, I've been hit by everything over the years that it is, you know, a lot of people will vote against you if you knock on the door because it's like, you're annoying me. Just leave the information and I'll, and I'll go. Mm-hmm. But this guy apparently has supper waiting for you. Well, I don't think it takes that long to go, okay, thanks, cool, good luck, and shut the door. Uh, there are those who would like the opportunity to speak with their rep. And then there's people like Kevin who would rather, you know, hide in the darkness, so- get in the fetal position, and act like... The world doesn't exist. So you're damned if you do, and you're damned if you don't. Pretty much. And I mentioned when Justin came and knocked on the door, he had a clip with, he had a, you know, a, right. a paper with him and a pen, and he was ready to take notes. He asked, is there anything that's concerning you that you want to talk about? I mean, he was ready to have a conversation. Now, I didn't want to have the conversation, but at least I was afforded that opportunity with him. Uh, we got another guy who is very passionate about it, who wants to be annoyed as well. I always keep it civil, and I've never heard my messages played on the air, but that's okay. Listen to you guys every day. Just listen to Rob talk about politicians knocking on doors. Well, I 100% disagree with you. I moved to Greenfield some years ago, lived there for 20 years. A politician knocked on my door. I didn't know if Greenfield was Republican or Democrat. A female politician knocked on my door. She was running for mayor. 
she got my vote, number one thing, because she knocked on my door. Number two thing, because I knew her name because she knocked on my door. Didn't have any idea who any of the candidates were. I was brand new to the area. So politicians knocking on doors worked for her, and it worked for me. Mm-hmm. Thanks. Keep up the good work. Hmm. Bye. Okay, so interesting. Okay. He just wants to be heard. Well, and that's and that's fine. And I've long said, and I've obviously been very successful at how I do this. Mm-hmm. Um, I once got out, spent a hundred thousand to three thousand, and still won fifty three percent of the vote. That if you see somebody in a yard or you see somebody in the garage, fine. Mm-hmm. But the if you are an individual candidate, if you can hit a hundred homes in a day just knocking, like just walk down your street and see how long it takes you. If you actually have to walk up a driveway, walk back, see how long that takes you. If you can hit a hundred homes a day, mm-hmm. that's pretty darn good when you factor in how much walking's involved in that, especially if you have a job. Now, when I ran the first time in one, I was self-employed. So it's no big deal for me to say, hey, three o'clock, I'm rolling, and I'm going to roll till seven. It didn't matter. I wasn't married. I, I didn't have a dog at the time. Mm-hmm. I, there was nothing stopping me because I was self-employed, owned my own business, from rolling every day from three to seven and having a lot of fun. But especially if you've got, like, real responsibilities and you got a job that doesn't prohibit that, you might be able to squeeze two hours a night if you're lucky. Mm-hmm. Hitting 100 homes... Well, that's only 5,000 homes. If you did 100 homes every day for 50 days and you should not campaign on Sundays because that's stupid, that's that's if you could hit 100 homes a day as a local elected official, that's just putting the door knockers on. If you're knocking on doors, there's no way you're going to hit 30 homes if you're trying to talk to people. No okay, way. But what's more important, going out and, and getting you know this flyer, right, uh-huh. and, and putting it on the door or in the mailbox or whatever, uh-huh. and I'm sure there's a large percentage of them that just go straight into the trash. Correct. They'll get the cursory look and then into the trash, right? right? So you're getting zero votes from that. But if you knock on the door and have the conversation like that guy said— but you're not, and this is the mistake people make. That's why I said his flyer is bad because it's the print is too small. That's why the flyer, because most people who down-ballot vote have no idea who anyone is anyway, and they're going to vote based on name ID. It's the, the theory, They call it the theory of seven touches. If you can touch someone either through a sign, a radio ad, a flyer, mm-hmm. a mailer, mm-hmm. seven times, you have a far greater chance. Well, you're not going to touch seven times people seven times in a local race. If you touch them once, you win. The problem is he's going to spend 20, you know, I don't know how long he was at the door with you. Probably not. But let's say you spend 10 minutes with someone, mm-hmm. which a lot of people want to talk about stuff. If you get a talker, they want to talk. You can't leave well, until they're done talking. He wanted to talk to me more than I wanted well, to talk to him. Right. My point is, and I'm telling you this as someone who no matter what the odds are, I have always overcome them, and and it, this is the way it works. It's name ID. The person is going to your right. They're going to take that from their door and throw it in the trash. That's why you make the print big. That's why you bullet point three or four things mm-hmm. so they associate it with you. Yes, you may win a vote, but is it really worth only hitting 30 homes in a night and maybe, because if you knock on the door, a lot of times people don't answer. you still got to stand there at the door. It's still time that is wasted. Let's say you get 10 live bodies, because a lot of people are like Kevin and won't answer the door. Let's say you get 10 live bodies. What was a better use of your time? 10 live bodies where you may win. Let's say you hit 70% of them. That's seven votes you won. Or hitting 100 homes with a bunch of people who have no idea what's going on. And even if you win 30% of those, you won 30 votes. Mm-hmm. What's the better use of your time? I think you need to go by what? Trick-or-treat rule, rules? <laughs> 
You know, the houses that are the closest together or the condos where yep. you can cover more ground in yep. a short amount of time. Mm-hmm. 317-684-8444. Do you like to be bugged? Do you want a candidate knocking on your door and bugging you about politics? I think it shows effort, and I think it shows that their willingness to have a conversation, even if you disagree. And I think it's also pretty easy to say, uh, thanks, got it, good luck, and yeah. send them on their way, just like any other canvasser who knocks on your door. I think Casey and I should run. I know we got to get to a break. I think Casey and I, next election cycle, should run for some o- the same office, and we'll try <laughs> we'll, tr- we'll try the markedly different approach and see what happens. Okay. <laughs> Is that it for voicemails of the section for, for now well we got some we'll get to some later in, in the next hour okay and we've got hammer joining us next on 93 wibc good morning